Okay, we continue here, Beis Hashem, in the Toyeles of the Baal Bitochain in Yinyone Torah. So, we went through last night the idea of two areas, whether uh, a person has money or not, does not have money. In other words, the attitude of a Baal Bitochain towards money. That's a good way to... to categorize what he's talking about, to give the framework here of what the Chavazovah is talking about, what's the attitude of a Baal Bitochain towards money? And he's going to talk about it in this Keta, this paragraph, the next paragraph. So here we began that the Teolus of Bitochain is someone who's a Baal Bitochain. So if he's a Baal Momin, if he's someone who has a lot of money, so then he'll be quick with a Nefesh Chafetza, with a Ruach Nadiva, He'll have the desire to do it. He'll do it generously and give of his money and appropriate it properly to what he has to do. His chiyuvim both to alikim, his chiyuvim adam lamakim, in in paying for mitzvahs, using his money for mitzvahs in an appropriate way, and his chavis bnei adam, and certainly giving the appropriate amount of tzedakah. If he's someone who doesn't have a lot of money, then if he's a Baal Bitochen, his attitude will be it's actually for the best thing for him. Wow, why is it so good? What's the what's the outlook of a Baal Bitochen? What should he think? Why is it good that he doesn't have money? So the says, says, because HaKadosh Baruch Hu obviously wants to free him from this particular burden of someone who does have wealth and has to use it both for and this person who is not a wealthy person he's going to be freed from that burden so first of all he will, will be less busy simply less busy in terms of his time of giving tzedakah, we explained last night in terms of being involved in communal work, if, if it's necessary for someone to have money in that capacity. So that he's freed from. He has, he has more time to do other things. And secondly, the fact of the matter is that someone who does have more wealth, so then he has more on his head that he has to watch out for. So someone, a person who doesn't have a lot of money, doesn't have a lot of assets, doesn't have a lot of property, so he should say to himself, if he's a Baal Betochen, he's saying, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is freeing me up from this. I don't have this tirda. This is not one of my daigas, not one of my worries that I have to be concerned about. I don't have to worry about how I'm going to watch my money. I'm going to, if the investments are going well. You know, a person who is heavily invested in the stock market. So he's worried, it's going up, it's going down, even though he's for the long-term investment. So he knows he's not going to look at it for a long time. But still, is he doing the right thing? Should he buy? Should he sell? These are tiredness that a person has. A person who doesn't have a lot of money, so he doesn't have it in various places. It's not invested in a lot of places. He's freed of those tiredness. Commission Emma, like, it is said, Alechim and Achasidim. One of the pious people said, that Hashem should save me from scatteredness of the, of the nefesh, from the distraction of my nefesh. 
What is this where the nefesh is distracted, the nefesh is preoccupied, the nefesh is sort of taken and pulled in different directions? Omar, he said, Oh, you have in, in that territory, and I have in that city, person who has a whole portfolio of, of businesses or houses. No, he's very happy indeed that he's, that he's wealthy. But the Chassid said, the fact that I don't have that, at least that frees me up, that frees my mind from Pizer Nefesh. The person has to, uh, has to certainly admit that someone who is very wealthy and has mom and Bereish Kol No Bereish Kol Kirya, indeed has more worries in life. Now, he may have other things easier, but the, the Chosid, who was the Baal Bitochen, he said, my attitude is the fact that I don't have that is Hashem is freeing me up of that. That I don't have. Those who are right, I don't have. They don't have. But who Shomeruzal with Chazal already said it. It's a, it's a Mishnah Novice. The Mishnah says, Mar B'Nechosim, Mar B'Daige. That's the way it is. Mar B'Nechosim, Mar B'Daige. I remember once speaking to, to the Mashkiach personally, and, and I was, shall I say... I was coming with a little bit of a, of a taina. I thought the Mosemi made some criticism on certain wealthy people. And I felt it, they seemed to be living so extravagant. For example, I said it was, it was a particular case. I said, I see that these the wealthy people and they started doing these interesting vacations, these exotic vacations. They go on cruises or they go to this place and that place far away. So using using their money for that, and we'll see the Chavazos and explain how a person has to indeed appropriate his money properly. So the Mashkiach told me like this, he says, you don't know the Nisayan of a person who's a Baal Mamen. We're talking about a person who indeed is a Baal Tzedakah, and he's involved in community work, and he's involved in Moistais, and he's involved with Tzedakah, he's involved personal, with personal people on a an individual basis, and on a communal level. And he said those people are very, very torrid. And it's, it's true, they look like they live a lavish lifestyle. But on the other hand, they have a lot of stress in their life. They have a lot of worries, they have a lot on their head, especially people who are good people and trying to give from their wealth and share it with others. He says, so they taka need that. I think it was the being Dan Lekavskus and saying that that certainly could be a perspective, but they taka need that. That is, they need that outlet. They need that getaway. They need to sort of clear their mind because of of how heavily they involved. No, the Chosid here says, if I don't have that daiga, Hashem has saved me from that. The Yomru another Mishnah Pekei of it says the Mishnah of his bearing Dalit. So this we began last night, same with the Chofetz Chaim. The Helegel Chofetz Chaim explains that not what he has, that this is his Chelek. So I want to read to you a piece from the Chofetz Chaim in Shem Oilam. He talks about this idea. And he says, And he says, A person who they're testing him out either with financial troubles or with or other troubles. 
laid that a person has to know and to firmly believe in his heart. He says, you know, I know my friend, he also has a Nisayin. His Nisayin is, and he's very wealthy. <laughs> he, yeah, he has a lot of daigas, he has a lot on his head, he's very preoccupied, he's very busy, he has to go to community meetings, and they always call, call him up to give more tzedakah. He says, okay, but maybe I don't mind getting that Nisayin. So the person could be upset, why don't I have the Nisayin of Aisha? So Chofetz Chaim says, Ki Hashem The first thing we have to know is HaKadosh Baruch Hu is good to everybody. It's a Pasuk we say every day, three times a day. Toiv Hashem Lakoil. Pasuk in Ashrei. Toiv Hashem Lakoil. That's the first thing. That's one of the steps, one of the the, char- the, the, the number, the charts we have to have in Betochen. The first thing is that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is good to everybody. So in others, whatever the matzah, whatever situation a person has and he's in, is the best for him. Okay? That takes bitachin. That takes amuna. Toiv Hashem Lakril. V'hu mekor And all of the good and all of the kindness, all benefits come from a Kodesh Bokul. And if indeed it would be best for this person to have the challenge of wealth, V'vaday hoi Hashem Yisbarog Manaseyu Benesaynu. Indeed, if it would be best for him, Hashem would have tested him out with that Nisayin. Hashem knows that it's not good for him, the Nisayin of Aishir. Why not? Why not? Let's think for a moment. Why not? Person is a why, why am I not a good one? Hashem doesn't know I'll be able to spend the money properly. Uh, maybe that's one reason. There's other reasons. Why could it be that Hashem doesn't want this person to have the Nisayin of Aisha? Number one, he says, Hashem knows According to the Tev of this person, Hashem knew if he would be so involved in having a lot of money, he would not have the same, as many Sidorim of learning as he would does now. His commitment to Tevila B'Tzibur would not be the same because he's a person that needs to have a certain amount of time. And if you would be wealthy, and you would have indeed so much stock, and so much, so many properties, and so many assets, and be involved in so many businesses, that's it. Such a person is not disciplined enough. Hashem knows his teva. Hashem created him. Before Hashem knows his teva. Hashem knows the teva of this person is that he's not going to be able to be disciplined enough if he was someone who had his hand on so much money. So therefore, it's for the best for him. Because the Eishlei Eishteikikas Harbele Momoin. Oisha, you must go. Another reason. Hashem knew that if he would have so much wealth, Hashem knew it would make him a holy person. Person who has gaiva, Hashem says, I can't live in the same world as him. says, Terrible thing to be a Balgaiva. Hashem knew if I give him too much wealth, he's going to be a Balgaiva. And he's going to use his wealth because people usually listen to wealthy people. To be mazik other people, to damage them verbally, to talk badly against people. Oi, not something that will affect him. He is going to keep his tefillah b'tzibur. He is going to keep his sedorim. He's going to be so wealthy, he's going to be able to hire Chavrusis for himself. 
He's going to have other people taking care of his affairs and he's going to commit to learning and davening. But something else may happen for this person if he has too much money. Says the Chavetz Chaim, Oisha, your bon of holchem beterech loitoiv aideyo ashirus. I don't know if the Chavetz Chaim was talking about cases that he knew or he was predicting a prophecy that he knew what it could come out. Because nebach, nebach, we all know of many people who are blessed with a lot of money and they themselves are extremely stark. They learn well. They commitment to davening. They had tremendous uh, covet for Abonim. They, they give tremendous amounts of money to Tzedakah. But Nebuch, the Nisayan for their children were just too much. That was too much for them. Their children growing up in the lap of luxury, growing up with things that they could basically buy whatever they want. Ay, vey, vey, vey. It takes them away. So Hashem says to me, this person I know, forget it, there's no, they, his children don't stand a chance. And I know that's something that if, I, if, if, if he would have a choice, would he rather have the wealth and his children not withstand in his sight or would he rather have very little funds, he would choose the latter. For Ulai, another reason, says the Chofetz Chaim, maybe Kfar Nivcham in his sight, Ashir is Begilgal but I also like that could be a whole other story, nothing to do with him personally. But in the previous Gilgal, Hitaka had wealth, and either he didn't pass it, and therefore Hashem can't give it again, or maybe indeed he did pass it. But there's a little ticking that he has to fix up, and therefore, and therefore Hashem brought him back a second time. This time without the wealth. These could be some of the some of the cheshbonos, but the Chavetz Chaim is saying that if we understand the perspective that Hashem knows what's best for the person. Hashem only wants to give what's best for the person. And Hashem knows the teva of the person. Then the Baal B'Tochen indeed will say, Hashem knows this is the best. The truth is, we know this ourselves. If a person is honest with himself, I was speaking recently to somebody who had a choice of going in two different directions. He was really, uh, he had a crossroads. He could go into a Parnosa, which would give him a steady Parnassa, and it would be a, a rigid schedule, you know, what we call a, a nine-to-five job, or he had an opportunity to expand uh, an opportunity that was given to him, and he could have made uh, a lot more money, not a fixed income, but an, an opportunity to make a small fortune. But such a job wouldn't give him that rigidness, and that is the, 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 the job then would have given him a lot more free time. So look at that. More free time and opportunity to make more money. And he didn't know which way to go. And when we talked it out together, in the end he came to the conclusion himself that really the best thing for his teva would not be to have too much time. He knew that too much time, too much free time in his hand, it wouldn't be good for him. He wouldn't, he wouldn't use the extra time to have another seder here or daven longer. It wouldn't be like that. He knew for his teva that indeed the best thing for him would be to have this 9 to 5 job. He has to be at the office at a certain time. He can leave only at a certain time. So even though it wouldn't made the same amount that he could have with the other opportunity, he knew that was the best for him. And that's really the Chofetz Chaim says, that's the attitude of a Baal Betochen, That he knows that this is what a Baruch wants for him for the Lafi his teva. 
Let's just finish the paragraph here. The one who has Bitochun will attain what he needs with the moment that he has. He'll have a livelihood. And it will be held back from him. He'll be free from all of the worries of a Balamomen, of the one who has wealth, and the constant worry. Like the great Chochem Shleim HaMelech said, it's sweet, the worker, the employer, what we call the nine-to-five job, whether it's a lot or a little, but he'll have what to eat, he'll have what to provide food for his family. But the, the great wealth to the rich person, that wealth doesn't allow him to sleep. He has more daigus. He has Lamodaigas. I remember many, many years ago hearing on a tape from Abhavigda Milazatzal that there was a person who who owned a store, it was a, it was a big store, and he made a lot of money. He worked hard, he had to get in early, had to stay out late, but he earned in a very nice, uh, handsome Parnosa. Is uh, one day the uh, the mafia came to him and they said that we'd like to get the account to pick up your garbage. He says, no thanks, I don't need it, because uh, he was either picking up the garbage, or they wanted I think they wanted to, uh, they wanted him to pay for protection for him, for his store. He says, mom, I don't need it, my store is fine, I don't need protection. Anyway, that night they came, and they firebombed the store. That's it. His whole Parnosa. You don't start up with them. His whole Parnosa just went up in flames. He was devastated. Devastated. He couldn't start over. It was too much to start over. So he got a job with the city. Sarah Miller says he got a job with the city. It was a 9 to 5 job. A fixed income. After that he had a pension. And all of a sudden his day was opened up. He doesn't have to work so hard. He was able to dive it properly with a minion. He was able to hop a, a shear every night. And he realized the teva that HaKosh Baruch Hu had given him. So the Baal B'tochen, that's his attitude to whether Hashem provides him with wealth, he does what he's supposed to, and if he's an Eina Baal moment, so then he has the right attitude towards that as well. Agutenacht.